Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast. Have you ever thought about strengthening multiple areas of your life at the same time? Then you've come to the right place. Our goal is to help you identify ways that you might need a progressive overload to break through those plateaus and keep you growing. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast. I'm Adam Lazarine, and I'm here with Tyson Burwell. Yes, sir. The sick. The sick. Typhoid Tyson. Well telling you man and joe copeland what's up guys how is it going everybody we are glad that you are here today um tyson we're glad that you're joining us hey, because you have been under the weather i have i have i sat too close to joe on the last, <laughs> yeah, podcast. last podcast i was coughing he all was, over him yeah hacking all over me probably got some spit on my mic still oh yeah yeah for sure yeah we need to invest in typhoid my- joe struck yeah that's tyson. true Lysol probably would be good for us at this point. Yeah, that needs to be part of our budget. Yeah. I, maybe one of those glass. <laughs> yeah, we need a glass oh, that, divider. Yeah. The little divider between us. Uh, yeah. That would be perfect. Typhoid. Oh. I know. Dude, it's been rough in our family for the last like two weeks. We uh, we all had fever and, and throwing up, diarrhea, yeah. all of the above. Thank you and for sharing sounds that. Sounds like Tyson got it all too. That's, yeah. That has been my life. Oh, right after, like I felt it coming on during thanksgiving you know mm-hmm. had one of those coughs that was real deep and then you could kind of taste a little bit of oh, it yeah. you're like oh Something's i'm, up. I'm it's coming to, it's, i'm about to get sick bring yeah. it all and right friday hit me it's the first hard. time i've ever seen you sick since like since we started working together yeah well i try to stay a be a healthy person and everything else and i think i've got a good immune system and i think that's when when i do get sick it's like the mother virus it's, it's the mother it's like the boss level virus <laughs> you struck the mother level yeah, of viruses it just comes and it just wrecks me. Yeah. That's cool. That's uh, not cool, but it's one of those things that we all have to deal with. And so I'm glad that yep. you're joining us today, whether you're sick or under the weather or just joining us for the first time. We're glad to have you as, right. a, as a part of our show. Um, let me tell you something that I've been thinking about as we're pushing up close to Christmas. Um, oh it's coming. Uh, mm-hmm. And one of the things that is biblical about uh, the things that we do in Christmas Okay, um, is the the idea of gift giving? Yeah, yeah, that is biblical. What is not biblical is going into debt while gift giving. <laughs> okay, yeah. and so I want to make that distinction right out of the 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 gate here because one of the things we're going to talk about today is living healthy. Tyson, you say you try to live healthy, and you pretty much are healthy. Um, but you have to do that on a budget, right? Yes, and everybody understands and knows that their budget is different than the next person, right? Um, so that word in and of itself has to be defined within your own context, exactly. And so, but we're going to give you some helpful tips today as to what to do and how to live on a budget yeah. and do it healthy. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. So um, before we do that, is there anything else that we need to just throw out there? Just before we just throw out there, just throw it out there, throw it up on the wall like spaghetti and hope it sticks. Did you see that the Lizard King the came out? And lizard King? Oh, oh, not not the Lizard King, oh. the Liver King. Oh, <laughs> wow! So the Lizard King, uh, the Liver King okay. came out and Mama. finally. Uh, it was leaked that he's officially on steroids. Oh, yeah, man, it's, it's storming social media right now. <sighs> Have y'all ever seen the liver king on social media? I have not. I have definitely. You know. He's freaking yoked. Yeah, but. yeah. He's he's super jacked, but yeah. he but he constantly pushes out this uh, this primal living uh-huh. kind of program that he puts out there, right. and he eats a lot of like 
uh, liver and then and raw uh, raw meat raw meat organ meats testicles yeah. like a bunch of you know hmm. primal foods but yeah. the problem i don't have a problem with him being steroids the problem is lying about it and yeah. saying that you can ob- obtain this type of physique and body by exactly by just lifting and eating this certain style that he's pushing and of course he's got a bunch of products that he sells too right it's, it's a charlatan yeah, he made so much money off of the of that lie that here's yeah. these supplements that I take to look mm-hmm. like this, here and and he never mentioned anything about being a, a steroid user. <coughs> well, he denied it, and he several, denied it several yeah. times. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, that's storming the the media right now. Yeah, the health health and uh, he's not bit. natural. But, uh, but at the same time, you know, if you really believed he was, it's so true. I, I hope. I hope this is eye-opening for you. Right. Uh, I hope you realize you put everybody through that filter from now on. All you of have these, to. All these superstars, all of these uh, movie stars, man, there's too much money to not be on steroids to have that look. So, so true. That's what they do. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm glad you guys threw that out there because I would not have thrown that out You're there. You're going to have to go look them up. Yeah, because yeah, I don't – I'm the um, – I don't know. I live under a rock when it comes to social <laughs> right. media and stuff. And so – uh, I'll have to go check that out. And he looks exactly how you think he'll look. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. Yeah. He's he's a kind of a greasy Most orange of his, dude yeah. with long <laughs> hair and long. Just beard. doesn't look like he's showered. He's in the last sweating year. all the time. It's like Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> way jacked. Okay. Version. You said orange man, and so I thought you know I'm yeah. just gonna. That's funny that that's like that's how people dig him. Is, yeah, oh, he's just a Cheeto man. You the know? Cheeto man. Yeah, not quite as Cheeto. No, okay. Yeah, more natural tan, I would think. Okay. Yeah. Well, his I'll Instagram leave. is sorry. His Instagram is full of him just eating raw meat with blood just running down his interesting chest, yeah. and and that's how he made his millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna jump into that diet. Real. No. You know, just. Real quick. <laughs> so uh, anyway, thanks for throwing that out there. You're welcome. And um, if we're talking about health, I don't know if raw meat is the actual healthiest way to go. I that's the answer. Uh, but let's talk about some healthy living yeah. and let's talk about how to do it on a budget. So yeah, let's do it. Um, is eating healthy more expensive than eating not healthy? Absolutely not. What? Yeah. You're telling me it's a lie? It's a lie. It's a lie. I hear it. All the time, you got I, some explaining to do. I just I don't have enough. Uh, I don't have enough money to eat healthy like you guys. That's so. a big excuse I hear yeah. a lot, or or that's just one of the ones that they throw out there. Yeah, on, it's just too expensive, and I've got a family to feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean if if I'm if I'm comparing a McDonald's value menu to um, what you would what you're sitting there calling a healthy meal, possibly. Ah, well, but. What uh, what is it costing you though? And in, in, in the end, I know whenever I know whenever I was in college, broke and poor, and still lifting quite quite a bit because I was still competing. Right. Um, man, I I would go out and I would buy bags of chicken breast for like like five bucks. Right. For for a huge amount of chicken breast, right. five pounds. Yeah, yeah. I'd go to the frozen vegetables, mm-hmm. you know, and you or you know, and get. They're like a dollar for like Super five cheap. servings of, of veggies, mixed veggies or right. whatever you want. Um, and then a bag of potatoes and some rice. Mm-hmm. And literally, you can make a thousand different meals out of that too, just depending Absolutely. on what seasonings and condiments you use. Yeah. And it's like, I think at the end of the day, I was my meals were like 60 cents a piece yeah. for a serving. Yeah. When you break it down, it's, yeah. it's, you're, it's not expensive at all. Okay. Just, so one of the things you just touched on is getting into the frozen 
uh, food section right. and into that market. Right. Can you still do healthy lifestyle and live in the frozen food section of the store? Because when you think about health food, you think about the produce section, right? Right. right. Um, why is it so different, and is it that much different when you're thinking about doing it on a budget? My thing, I grew up out in the country, and fresh produce was just so hard to keep in the house. I mean, it, it goes bad in like three days, depending on what, you know, I'm talking like a bag of uh, spinach, or say. Sure. And not that I wouldn't buy it. I still recommend buying it. But uh, frozen, which is easier to keep, was was the reason I went mm-hmm. with frozen. Um, but as far as staying out of the frozen section, I think what I would say is staying away from the pre-processed frozen meals. Exactly. Okay. And, and then, explain that to somebody that doesn't know what that looks like. The lean cuisine. Ah, exactly. But right. that says healthy. It says lean. <laughs> it says Weight Watchers. Yep. It says um, pick another. I don't right. know. Right. I think of like the what are the man the man the man which. Uh, uh, yeah. There's uh, what are they called? There's the, the hungry man. The hungry, hungry the man. hungry man. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's what I what I think about when you're staying away from the frozen section. But mm-hmm. frozen vegetables are a wonderful way to mm-hmm. to get great vegetables, and they're a lot of times, um, you know, once they're thawed out, they're they're just as fresh as as. Uh, fresh produce and the um, macros are the same the nutritions are still there right okay right. and so let's compare that to a canned vegetable i mean yeah. because it's kind of the same thing it's just been yeah. frozen a canned vegetable has been processed in a way that it's going to sure. stay you right. know fresh in that can for mm-hmm. i don't know a hundred years <laughs> right from my understanding the main difference between those two would be the amount of salt that's used in canning true um which you know i'm not one that really counts my sodium intake too, right. too much yeah. and i and i don't think that's super important um, it can be if you're competing and trying to cut weight and all that, but uh, for me it's taste. Yeah, I, I just prefer frozen vegetables and frozen fruit right. over right. Uh, over canned. Okay, so maybe it's been a while for you um, <laughs> if you're listening, but check out the frozen food section because yeah. uh, definitely going to be nicer to your budget. Sure, it's going to be uh, just as uh, tasty, mm-hmm. and it's going to be uh, you're going to be able to keep it longer if you if right. you choose to do something different and don't need that vegetable. Throw right. it back in the freezer. Yep, it'll be great the next day or yeah. however long. There's like this hierarchy that I that of importance when it comes to the foods that we choose to buy or eat, and so it kind of starts with okay, my most important umbrella when it comes to my health, whether I'm trying to lose weight or gain weight or muscle, is overall calories. That's mm-hmm. calories is my number one um, factor of importance. Second, then we can talk about after we after we have our calories in check. Now my macros. Let's look at my macros. Am I eating enough protein to put on muscle? Mm-hmm. Am I eating too many carbs that are uh, spiking my insulin and stuff like that? And then after macros, then that's when we talk about the the what's important after that is my food quality. So, um, you know, whether we talk about fresh or frozen or, you know, stuff like that. And then at the very, very bottom of that is when, okay, I have all three of those levels in check Mm -hmm. now i can sit here and worry about is it organic is it is it non-gmo is it free range is it Mm grass-fed blah 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 all of these things that most people worry about way before they even have their calories in check or that they have their macros in check so that's the biggest misconception out there is when somebody's like i want to eat healthy but i can't afford going to buy organic spinach every time i go because it's two and a half dollars more than Mm -hmm. the non-organic spinach and so 
that's uh that's kind of the biggest um misconception out there is is the whole organic non-gmo free range grass fed blah 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 okay so let me just throw this out there because when i look at this hierarchy of importance i i agree with you it's one way to look at it but i'll tell you what supersedes all of those things <laughs> is cost yeah. when i go to the grocery store or i'm shopping online because i just did it uh, today mm-hmm. when i'm looking at that thing those things to put in my cart almost if i don't have it turned on i'm going to filter it with my own eyeballs by, right. by price alone sure. right and then once once i figure out you know I don't need this $15 item. I can get the $10 item or the $5 item and it'd be similar. Exactly. You know, I'm a bottom shelf shopper, even though I'm the, the, one of the taller people in the store. <laughs> Does that make sense to you? Yeah, like, 100%. cause all of the things that are, you know, marketing, it puts it all at your eye level and it's yeah. usually the name brand stuff. It's more right. expensive. Mm-hmm. I go to the bottom shelf first. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so then I begin to look at price and then I look at all of these other things that you just listed off. Right. Um, if I'm watching, you know, my caloric intake, right. my macros. So, so the, that's good. You know, to your point too, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these, um, what are they? The words, these, these big pop buzzwords, buzzwords the, yeah. that's what I was looking for. Um, organic mm-hmm. and, and super healthy and all super food, super all foods yeah. and all these things. Most of the time it is just a marketing ploy. hundred percent. Anyway. Yeah. There's nothing different a lot of times between regular chicken and the, the organic free range chicken. Right, right. They say there is, they say, well, what is free range? Well, you find out later that that's just a definition that that means that that chicken has like six more inches of space. Exactly. It's something literally it's ridiculous. The, the testing for that is so minute. Like, yeah. Oh, what they got, they got 30 minutes of outdoor time that day instead of, you know, right. right. And you know, if, if you morally feel that, okay, I don't, I only want to support chickens that lived on a farm that's fine i'm not i'm not going to judge your morals but if if you're going to sit here and say that i'm healthier than you because i only eat free range versus you know mm-hmm. regular then then that's a lie um that's you know i'm, n- I'm never going to judge somebody based on their morals like vegans the vegans choose not to eat meat because they morally f- do not agree with the mistreatment of animals sure Okay, I, I can support that if that's something that you that mm-hmm. you are morally um, supporting. But if uh, once again, but if you think you're better than us or healthier than us because we choose to eat animal protein, you know. Anyways, yeah, you can okay. go down a whole other rabbit hole with oh, that yeah. argument. Oh yeah, yeah. I appreciate you trying to be careful with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching you. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I could go off if I wanted. No. To. Um. So. Let's get away from chicken and vegetables for a moment because one of the things that I do not do is buy fruit from the frozen section. Yeah. Okay. And I just, to me, I don't know if it's the taste or if it's the consistency or if it's just the fact that I have to thaw it and then do something with it. Sure. Right. Because uh, I don't make a lot of smoothies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's good for that. To I, me, that's like all they're good for. I've yeah, done it like that. But um, what do you, so you say it's good for smoothies and you agree. Uh-huh. Um, and yogurt. Like I like I like good frozen yogurt or frozen uh, blueberries, yeah, uh, or strawberries on my yogurt, yeah. Yeah. See, all I'm thinking about is like thawed frozen strawberries, mushy, and it's just mm-hmm. there's nothing to it that says strawberry. <laughs> no. If you're gonna mash it up and do something with it and make jam or something, yeah, sure. that's fine. Yeah. Um. So what do we? What are some other tips uh, for that with fruit? Yeah, buy in season is an is a a big one because if you're gonna sit here and try to buy a watermelon in December. 
you're going to have to pay a premium for that mm-hmm. uh, because of you know supply and demand because uh, they're not in season. Um, so be very wary of that if you're trying to cut budget. Buy fruits that are fresh and in season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say also look for sales. You know, that's another thing. Oh, absolutely. So many people get away from it these days. Mm-hmm. But I remember my mom, man, she was a coupon clipper. Yeah. You know, and she'd be, I mean, she'd make us go get all of the uh, the magazines or the, the newspapers oh, from no. different stores and yes. stuff. And, and yeah. But uh, she'd save a lot of money. Uh-huh. We did. Yeah, we did that too growing up. Yeah. And we still, um, not necessarily clip coupons, but yeah. we do look for sales and deals. Sure. And even my kids, when we're in the grocery store, they'll look at it and go, nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they already know that dad's going to say no. And so that's fine. Right. Um, one of the things I was thinking about is here in Texas, to me, the further south you get, the better the produce gets. Mm. Is that fair? I mean, it's true a lot of times. Um, and so I don't know where you may be listening to our podcast today. Maybe you're in a different state, maybe in a different country. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but wherever, you know, think about the fruit that you're going to get and how far it has to travel in the truck mm-hmm. to get yeah. to the store. Yeah. Um, and you may not even have ever thought about that, but uh, it does matter with when it comes to at least the taste and how, how good it is going to keep. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. if it's already two weeks old by the time it's to you, <laughs> right? you know, then you're, you're already behind that. I, I have a... Uh, a friend who owns a, a massive peach farm pretty close to us and they supply peaches to all the major grocers around here and he explained to me kind of the process of of, of how that works and it's insane mm. and uh, I'll probably butcher this a little bit but I'll kind of go through it so say uh, this, and these aren't specifics but say he sells uh, a first load to um, one of the higher end stores so they'll they'll get first option from his batch he'll he'll sell them uh, say it's like a, a central market or something mm-hmm. like that. And then two weeks later, he goes back to that store and he buys back the peaches that weren't sold for pennies on the dollar from them to get them off of their shelves so they can have fresh fruit. Mm-hmm. And then he takes that batch and gives them and goes and sells those to the Walmart down the road. Yeah. And then same thing, a week later, he goes back, buys them again for pennies on the dollar and then that's when he gets them wow. to the the cash wow. the cash saver, and then the yeah. the lows, yeah, <laughs> <in> the where, <laughs> where we are and stuff like that. And it and so uh, st- some strawberries that you you might have bought from maybe a, a I hate to say a lower end grocery store, those have likely sat on the shelves at for higher end stores for yeah. weeks. Yeah, that's crazy that's to me that he can mm-hmm. just sit there and, and buy the same things and sell the same batch over and over and over. I don't know. To me, as Americans, we are so fortunate, man. Oh, yeah. Just the abundance that we can not we can choose to not <laughs> to oh, not use that. You I know. know. There's right. so much food that goes to waste here. Oh, yeah. It's, it's sickening how much food is wasted. Yeah. I've seen um, our local grocery store at times just throwing away stuff uh, yeah. in the dumpster, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because the food is out of date, right. finally. Sure. Right. Um, and uh, so, in-season fruit, um, here's look another, for sales. Here's another little deal, though. Yeah. You'd be surprised how much money you actually make and, and have in your budget when you cut out buying Pop-Tarts and buying Little Debbie snacks. Oh, absolutely. And buying all the other little junk and, and buying the TV dinners and the, the pre-processed box lunches and box mm-hmm. meals. You know, suddenly if you start just moving your budget around, you'll find that, hey, it's a lot cheaper to cook at home. Absolutely. Yeah, you can yeah. make more... Um, more meals mm-hmm. out of the things that you cook. Right. You know, you take a pound of ground beef right. and cook it 
or you know whatever turkey or whatever you're yeah. doing and you cook it and you turn it into you know some kind of a meal mm-hmm. exactly then you have a meal that day then you probably will have leftovers then yep, you'll yeah. have another you know you could split it and do something else right. it just there's a, a thousand different things you can yeah. do and so that's a good point yeah. um one of the things I like to do when I'm looking at the grocery store, and especially in the meat section, is look for a cheaper cut of meat. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, and I, I don't buy a whole lot of steaks, but I know you can do that pretty easily. Sure. You know, with yeah. steak, that's the one yeah. I think about the most. Because I'm not going to get like a cheaper cut of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. really. Well, well uh, thighs. Yeah, yeah chicken that's true. thighs are so cheap, yeah. and they're delicious if you cook they're them right. right. Yep. Um, and you can you can buy. A five pound bag of boneless chicken thighs for half the price of of chicken breast. I mm-hmm. see, and uh, and they're, they're delicious. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a million different recipes up there for for any cut of meat you get any day. Like right. that's the other thing is there's so much variety. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love barbecue and like chicken uh, chicken thighs. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah. I so when I get tired of sauce. chicken, my fir- my first go to is usually a pork chop because mm-hmm. it's yeah, cheaper than it's cheap cut too. Everything. Yeah. Up. Pork tenderloins are one of my favorite things yeah. to grab. You can get a whole entire pork tenderloin for four bucks, and mm-hmm. it'll feed my family for two meals. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. That's a good point too. Yeah. Um, can you? Wh- what are some things that we can buy in bulk uh, besides like jalapenos and nacho cheese? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's the one. I mean, if we go to Sam's Club all the time and buy stuff in bulk, and and while it does require a little bit more cash up front. Um, in the long run, you're getting it for much cheaper per unit or per meal. Um, so I, I always recommend people buy stuff in bulk like that. I mean, obviously you're not going to want to buy unless you just eat tons and tons of fruit, but you don't want to buy tons of fresh fruit in bulk. Um, yeah. Non-perishables. Yeah. Yeah. Like your sure. canned goods and stuff, I mm-hmm. think is a wise choice. So yeah. let me ask this question and it's probably a personal one. You don't have to answer it, but how do you guys have more than one refrigerator at your house or if more than one freezer? in your home we have an upright and then we have one chest freezer okay that's because every year we get uh a third of a cow and so that's a whole nother thing we could talk about mm-hmm. uh, buying in bulk buying in bulk <laughs> yeah oh well, yeah there we go uh, so once a year we get a third of a cow and it feeds my family for beef the entire year yeah um and it's really not, not that much no well so that's the other thing you know when we first started talking about it like how many calories does your dollar buy how many grams of protein does your dollar buy Uh if you really start breaking it down to like your macros and you quit thinking about i know this sounds weird but quit thinking about taste and flavors and all these things like energy how much how much protein fat and carbohydrates does your dollar buy and when you really start breaking it down you can you can buy a lot depending on how you you stretch that dollar and Mm -hmm. what products you buy Mm -hmm. i have to stop buying pop tarts pop tarts and that's a sin i don't know man (laughs) at least one pretty dang good one pop tart in the house is okay. There are some pop tarts <laughs> in the house, but they go in the kids' lunches, which may oh, right. may or may not uh, be good <laughs> hey. for the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, they're so good. But it's it's yeah. a it's an easy way for me to throw some uh, empty calories in there, right. and they like it. So yeah, we always put like just uh, a handful of those little mini marshmallows in Presley's lunchbox, and she, it makes her day. And then we'll get the food. We'll get her lunchbox back from lunch break and that's all she ate out of yep. there. Yeah, the carrots yep. and stuff are still there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Man. You mentioned something a while ago uh, about making big meals and having leftovers. That's one thing. Like, people suck at eating leftovers and and I just, I would just want to say stop being a baby and eat your name leftovers. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's a good good way to say that. Yeah. Um, I'm the king of leftovers at my house. Are you? Um, yeah. And I don't know if that's a budget 
friendly thing or it's just because I grew up doing it and right. I like and I like leftovers. Right. Like, I'm the same way. See, I, my wife doesn't like them, and so I'm the I'm the, just the garbage yeah, disposal. Right. I just eat all of it. Yeah, I end up doing that sometimes to my detriment. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, gosh, I'm not gonna let that go to waste, yeah, <laughs> and nobody else is gonna eat it. Yeah, and yep. so here I go. My yep. wife ba- made last night made a big like twelve by nine pan of chicken pot pie oh man. and so we're gonna be eating on that for a while so good we did that over the weekend too just uh-huh. for the record nice so you're up tyson <coughs> you i was sick all weekend well so. we don't want to talk about it then. <laughs> uh, no meal prep this weekend yeah stop being a baby i like that stop being a baby eat your leftovers i understand some foods are just are not as good left uh, left over and i understand like i i rarely eat fish left over i'll eat a, a salmon mm-hmm leftover but i read or shrimp i usually don't eat those leftovers but everything else like i'll do it some are better leftover dude you know what has changed leftovers for me is the air fryer oh uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. the air fryer it, it makes it so fresh it just yeah reheats it to how it was it's like oh we just made this yeah i need to invest in one of those y'all don't have one no we so do like not. if you're uh i mean this is terrible for this rec- for this podcast but like leftover pizza put in the air fryer heated up in the air fryer tastes like it, it's brand new like it got Right out of the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or the yeah. oven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I need it's to amazing. do that. Yeah, the air fryer is great. Yeah, y'all need to get one for Sweet. Christmas. Man, but, you know, to our podcast, man, it's a great way to do uh, veggies and all kinds of other stuff, Oh, every too. time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, you can... It's, it basically takes all the oils and stuff out that of a regular mm-hmm. fried food. Yeah, it uh, does. Yeah. I mean, you do sweet potatoes or even regular french fries in there, half of the half the amount of fat and pretty much half the amount of calories. Yeah. For the same... To me, it tastes the same. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's a game changer. And it's good. Good point. All right. So, um, eat your leftovers, and we're moving right along. Let's yeah. talk about fitness on a budget because we're it's talking about budget. food on a budget. Uh, we got to talk about fitness on a budget. Yeah. How do we do that? Because gym memberships are constantly increasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are they not? Um. Yeah. It depends. I'm I'm so, thinking more of a national level on a national. Yeah, level. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of uh, one of the more popular trends right now are boutique fitness places uh, that are that are not feeling the pressure to fill their doors with tons and tons of cheap memberships and they're more, they're increasing their rate and relying on less memberships uh, yeah. and just uh, providing a higher service and so that's kind of popular right now but they're I mean if you're in a big town there's you're always going to be able to find uh, a planet fitness or a or a uh, LA fitness or a crunch that you can get your basic membership for nine ninety five, Um, and so as far as gym membership goes, usually there's going to be a place that you can access, have access to for pretty cheap. Your service might not be great. The equipment might be broken, might be dirty, whatever, but you can have access to it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, something people don't really know is most of the time, and maybe I shouldn't, um, put this out there because i uh, manage a gym but memberships dues are negotiable um blasphemy i know wow very few gyms will turn somebody down if you go to them and say hey i really want to work out here um but i just don't think i can afford it is there anything you can do for me and you're almost always going to be able to work something. Now, I I used to work at a fitness place, and mm-hmm. I understand that because we would do things like that, but it would be on an interim basis. It's right. not like a forever type deal. Right. We're right. going to let you do this for six months, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna we're going to revisit this. Right. And so 
what typically would happen is they if they were you know conditioned to come to the gym and work out they would realize I really like this, I love this and place. I can't live without it. And so exactly. I'm going to re- redo my budget to make sure I can. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the deal. Um, but don't, you know, just go back to them. And most, like you said, most of the fitness places will have some sort of grace or some sort of uh, leniency. Exactly. Um, and maybe maybe you can work that out to yeah. work it out on your budget. Um, a lot of times uh, at a gym I worked at in Abilene, um, we would have people who would say, I'll pay this much. And I'll vacuum your floors mm-hmm. um, twice a week or whatever. And they get the free membership or a discounted membership and they come in and they grab the vacuum and they, they get under the treadmills and blah, blah, blah. And that's their, that's their dues. And so, yeah. I mean, if you want it that bad, there's options. Yeah. That's, that's pretty common at MMA gyms too. You know? Yeah. And in fact, I've, I've been that guy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? yeah. Whenever I was first starting out all my money was trying to go into go to you know travel and and trying to get there and then tra- pay dues and I finally had to go to my coach it's like hey I, I can't afford it i gotta quit he's like you ain't quitting yeah go take that trash out mop the mats when we're done we're good nice yeah and, yeah it. so like if if you're a part of any kind of mma or, or jujitsu school or anything like that and it's it's tough like that talk to your instructor a lot of them a lot of them are poor and have been there too you know? right exactly so yeah that's the thing and and just like in our fitness journey, people have been where you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody started out where they are today. That's right. mm-hmm. a journey to get there. And so right. um, the same way with your budget, you know, fitness on a budget and food on a budget. Um, yeah. Not everybody makes as much as they did, <laughs> you know. It helps to be well-liked, though, too. Yeah. If you're a nice yeah. dude and, and people like being around you and stuff, yeah, you can get exactly <laughs> you can get some, a bone throw your way. But yeah. if you're the you're the stinky guy and no one really wants you around, <laughs> that's very you true. might not get anything. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not talking about your hygiene at all. <laughs> yeah, just your personality or, you know, if you're just hard to be around. Yeah. <laughs> maybe work on that. Yeah. And, I mean, if, if you – you know, you don't have to have a gym membership to be fit. We know that. We talk about that. Oh, yeah. Um, sometimes all you need is your body weight. Um, but when it's time for you to progressively overload that, uh, oh, yeah, Adam knows all about the body weight oh, stuff. Man. Three weeks of this stuff. How's it going, by the way? I've been on a body weight program for three weeks now. This yes. is the third week. You asked for it. I did ask for it. And, man, it's been good. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm getting a fuller range of motion in almost every movement that I do mm-hmm. just because I'm doing my body weight and I'm really, right. I can realize that I'm not going to overstress my joints or do something yeah. silly, right. you know, trying to push too hard. And those last few reps of like push ups and those kind of things, I'm real close to the ground anyway, so I can just fall and, and <laughs> right. go to failure. Exactly. Um, any of that kind of stuff has been really good. That's good. Um, what's so, the, what's the hardest thing you do with your body weight right routine right now? Uh, single leg squats with a band with that band yeah, yeah, yeah and so I, I started doing the bird dogs with the band too oh nice so i put it around me and oh yeah yeah oh, nice and uh so that was a modification I have made. you been able to do the the bird dogs pretty well have yeah. you gotten better at it yeah awesome and uh so it's a it's been good i'm enjoying it but i'm ready to get back to some dumbbells right. and some you some know weight. some weight some iron yeah, yeah I'm ready. So I'll yeah. be good. I'll be glad to get this week under my belt because mm-hmm. you told me to do it three weeks and yeah. I will. You're, so. And you're, you're ready for, uh, for the new one next week. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll get to working on that. Hit me up. That'd be good. Speaking of bands, that's a pretty good way to, uh, a cheap, pretty, pretty cheap workout. Um, for you, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Piece of equipment that you can afford for sure. And, and get a pretty good workout in. Yeah. You can get a set of bands on Amazon for 15 bucks yeah. and, and you can do pretty much everything. I mean, 
Adam's whole program right now is body weight bands and TRX. Yeah. And if you have a, a go to Walmart, get the off brand TRX. It's a suspension trainer. You just slant, you just uh, close. Uh, they have a little doorway attachment. Or you you anchor it on a, in the doorway, shut the door, and you have a excellent piece of equipment that is very very cheap and you can overload it in many many ways uh and you can do a totally full body workout with it um so i am a big fan if if you um have our low budget and don't want to spend any money on a membership or or if you just want to get a home home gym started yeah or you travel start, yeah or yeah. you travel yes that's a great way to be able to get a workout in a hotel room absolutely yeah body weight bands trx uh, you know what do you think about weighted vests and stuff too I've never used one just because I, I got all the weight I need. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking, <laughs> give me six months. I'll put my own yeah. vest on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I am a way against people running or jogging with a weighted vest. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, go on a walk. That's fine. Um, Push-up sit-ups. Do, yeah, do your body weight workout. Mm-hmm. You can overload it there. A lot of vests have, like, uh, little things you can – weights that you can take out so that yeah. you can adjust the resistance. And so, yeah, that's that's a good good way to – overload your body weight program one of the fun sure. things that we like to do not a lot of weight you but you put you know 15 pounds extra on you mm-hmm. and then we spar oh or, man yeah, just that constant movement oh with, that's with, tough it just it just and it makes you slower makes mm-hmm. you have to react differently it's kind of an interesting little sparring tool yeah I not like all that. the time mm-hmm. but just sometimes and i've seen basketball players do the same thing mm-hmm. to play a game of basketball with like 10 right. pounds added to their yep. weight you know to the weight uh, that sounds hard on your joints though mm-hmm. if you do it long enough sure, sure. Yeah. so you have to do that responsibly mm-hmm. right like my daughter is actually doing some basketball drills at home right now with a weighted basketball oh yeah to build her shoulder strength and sure. her proprioception and uh-huh. just her being able to grab and grip and and catch, you know, just finding her body in space with a weighted ball. Mm -hmm. And um, we're doing it responsibly because I I can tell when she starts to, you know, get tired. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, she's going to end up with that thing in her nose. Yeah, (laughs) And and it's heavy, too, because, you know, I've been messing with it and playing with it and dribbling and doing stuff. But it it makes you slower and makes, you know, it's harder to do stuff. And so that's a good, good way to look at that. Yeah. I learned a long time ago. You got to respect all weight. If, yes, no matter if you're absolutely. underneath the bar, you got anything, any kind of added weight to it. You got to respect it. Absolutely, it's different yep. than what Very you normally point. walk around with. Very good point. Um, if you don't want to, uh, if you are, if you need professional help, what I'm trying to say is, um, you think maybe you have no clue where to start, or you have something special going on. Go hire a trainer for one session, mm-hmm. and and pick his brain or her brain. And learn as much as you possibly can from that person. Um, get somebody that you trust or that you know knows what they're talking about. Um, you don't have to hire them. You don't have to pay thousands of dollars for them. Go go find one. Pay them their 40 50 bucks, whatever. And um, a lot of times somebody will meet with me and I'll understand they don't, want, they don't have the means to pay for monthly sessions or weekly sessions. I'll say, hey, let me get you started. And I'll build a program for you, and you can come back whenever and pay me for another session when you're ready to get going again. Um, or uh, you can check uh, check out our Progressive Overload Patreon page, and for fifteen dollars a month, you can get your own workout program that's tailored to you. That's yep. budget friendly, right there. That is budget friendly. <laughs> it is. And we we meet, and I will um, build a program for you. And and you can get started you for know, fifteen dollars. The funny thing too about hiring a trainer, at least for one session too, 
is, you know, when it's happened to me before, I love it so much. I love, I love working out so much and I love fighting so much that when someone, someone, I see someone interested in it and they're willing to pay me for it. Yeah. You know, you may have paid for an hour, but I'll give you three hours of just <laughs> right. of mouth vomit of information. <laughs> right. if someone's yes. receptive and listening. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's because yeah. it's it's what I do. I love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you can so if you can find somebody like that, and just just pick their brain. You'll you'll get a lot of information. But on top of that, man, YouTube is your friend. There's Very true. So, just go yeah. if there's if there's a YouTuber out there that or you can tell pretty quickly whether it's quality or not mm-hmm. just by their channel alone. Right. And you, and if you find them that they're reputable, there's a, there's so much information out Absolutely. there for free. Yeah. Yeah. I would trust the Progressive Overload podcast anytime. That's a good one to follow. No. For sure. Yeah. No, there's a bunch of bunch of really good resources out there. Free programs, free uh, videos that you can watch. Um, obviously, like you said earlier, have a filter mm-hmm. and, and, you know, trust your gut. If it sounds like what they're telling you is too good to be true, probably is um but there's a lot of really good stuff out there yeah yep so budget-friendly stuff today budget-friendly uh food budget-friendly fitness and um did you realize that you can look up and down in all the pages of scripture and you'll never see the word budget really, <laughs> really? It doesn't come on it does not come up but what does come up is the word stewardship stewardship, stewardship. and see. so yeah. um here's the biggest takeaway i have from there's a lot of things to say about scripture and stewardship and how we manage ourselves mm-hmm. in managing not just our property because you have people in, in the bible that that manage property for people and they did stuff for you know a certain period of time and then they moved on but one of the things that i think about is as we spend money on food and fitness we're looking for a return on our investment right right yes we're we're doing that on purpose nobody's holding us at gunpoint going you need to, you're going to have to buy this right. or else right and so everything that you spend every dollar that you spend on food or fitness or otherwise you are looking for a return on that investment right. and that's actually a scriptural concept um and i wanted to give you guys uh ephesians five fifteen and 16 it says be very careful then how you live not as unwise but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And so basically Jesus says, you know, in that, in that scripture, he says, redeem the time well. Right. And then I think that, that we can translate that over into our budget and say, redeem your budget well yeah. with food, fitness, your faith, you know, time, time, all of those things, you know, we're, you're looking for a return on your investment. And if you're doing that well, then you're actually doing a scriptural concept that you didn't even know you were doing. Right. Yeah. And so I thought I'd leave us with that today as we wrap up (coughs) and Joe hacks a line spreading off the air. Yeah. That's right. I went this way. So y'all are good. The room that we're in is not big enough for that, Joe. (laughs) It's being filtered right now. You're fine. (laughs) No, I love that because, uh, I, I love thinking about that, obviously, with my money, but especially time, like I said. Um, how how am I using the time that I have during the day to produce fruit or produce something that's not just wasted mm-hmm. and that's fruitless, that's um, not productive? And then, and that's, I mean, that's something that I, uh, I think we talked about before doing a time audit. You know, that's something I need to do more often. Mm. How much time am I wasting uh, at home? Um on my phone or watching TV or something like that when, when I could be doing something more productive and getting something in return, um, rather than just wasting that. But same thing with, with every single dollar that we spend, 
um, is this going to produce health or happiness or feelings of pleasure? Like just doing an audit and seeing where your money goes is, is really important. Yeah. I like that. I like having that. In fact, that's a probably a pretty good mindset to have. Even when you go grocery shopping is instead of looking at just buying food, you're making an investment, right? You're mm-hmm. investing in either, you know, the quality of food for health, Yeah, right. you know, and then equal that with your dollar amount. Yeah. see where it goes is, is this is this food that i buy is this going to produce health or is this going to produce sickness or mm-hmm. weight gain or right uh acid reflux because then you end up spending other things to try to offset what you yeah. just did dude that's so true isn't it yeah. i really want to spend this money on this frozen pizza while i'm at it i'm going to go buy another bottle of antacid mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of a sudden that uh that cost doubled yeah <laughs> yeah that's true well, or you know, go to or i'm going to pay for a doctor's appointment later or you know whatever it's funny you mentioned that because the the cost of health care in your later years for not taking care of yourself mm-hmm. is quite a bit more than the immediate grocery bill you're paying yeah. now you pay for it now or you pay for it later yeah yeah everything pay you have to pay for everything don't you <laughs> all right well perfect well guys i hope that you've enjoyed our episode today talking about a healthy uh, lifestyle on a budget. Um, we've been talked about our food. We've talked about our fitness, talked a little bit about faith, talked about time, equity, and all the things that we return, yeah. um, get, get returns on in that way. And so, um, live your life wisely today. Yeah. Uh, budget yourself wisely, budget yourself. That doesn't sound good. Uh, budget yeah. your money wisely. There, you go. there we go. And, uh, make good investments and you'll see good returns. And yeah. always don't forget to, um, Thank you for investing in the Progressive Overload podcast, uh, yeah. whether it's with your time, with your uh, views, with your likes, with the things that you post on social media, right. or with your dollars. Um, yeah. We appreciate every single bit of it Definitely. Uh, from the top to the bottom. Coming up on a year, guys. It's crazy. It's, uh, wow. I think this is episode 46, 47, something like that. Yeah. I got a big surprise coming for us, episode 52, so y'all... Uh, Stay tuned. All right. That's going to be fun. And uh, yeah, we, we got some big things coming for year two, and I'm so excited. Year number two. Wow. I know. Isn't that wild? It's pretty cool. Pretty pretty dang cool. Sweet. Well, guys, y'all have a wonderful day, and uh, don't forget to check us out on all of our social media platforms, and uh, have a wonderful, wonderful time doing it. Yep. Yep. See ya. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Progressive Overload Podcast. We're honored to be a small part of your day. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or are interested in sponsoring our efforts, please feel free to reach out via email. Find us at progressiveoverloadpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and follow our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops. And as always, you can help us reach the masses by sharing our podcast with your friends and family. And then check us out on Facebook and Instagram to follow our own personal journeys and get an inside look on our day-to-day lives.